but the Eagles are flying. They are going back to a Super Bowl. And Scott Grayson, we can uh, head to that man I mentioned who's uh, dropped by to drop the knowledge on us. Uh, Scott, thanks so much for joining us in little old New Zealand. How well do we find you, sir? Oh, great. Happy to join you guys. It's good to hear you. Philadelphia, I've been trying to paint the picture. It's a mad sporting city, isn't it? Mad. And generally, the seasons end with a lot of mad fans because Philly don't win much, does it? Well, they've had their struggles, that's for sure. It's a very passionate town, and these fans really love their teams. Uh, It's something that they really follow hard, Um, and it's something that they really enjoy when it does happen. I mean, five years ago they won, and they – they won the Super Bowl, and of course the town went crazy. I mean, people climbed the light poles and just celebrating with a party in the city like no other. And uh, they're preparing to do it again. I mean, people really do wear their emotions on their sleeves, and they really do live with you know all the joy that comes with it. In fact, I can tell you, some of the schools in the area back in Philadelphia have already said they're going to open school late on Monday morning um, because you know everybody's going to be up watching the game Sunday night. So. I, I don't know if that helps give you an idea of what it's like there, but these fans are definitely passionate. I know that there have been planes coming out this way from Philadelphia over the last couple of days with fans cheering and yelling and singing the, the Eagle fight song on the planes the whole way out here. So uh, these, these fans are ready, and I've seen a lot of them arriving the last 24 hours here in Phoenix. See, that this is this is what I love to hear. That, now, that's that's a community that has its priorities right. You know, school, who cares about half a day? <laughs> Let the kids go late. Firstly, you're going to allow mummy and daddy to sober up before they drop little Johnny at school. It's probably a smart play, isn't it, Scott? <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is. But, you know, what's, what's interesting about it, too, is, is you know, we have Jordan Mailotti here, who's from Australia. I'm sure you guys all have been following yeah. him well. Uh, he told us that, you know, we asked him, like, what was it like watching the Super Bowl back in Australia? He said, well, first of all, it's not Sunday, it's Monday. And he said he used to skip school because he just watched the Super Bowl. And uh, so I guess it's, it's something common that, that, that he had uh, with what, what people in Philadelphia are going to be doing. Yeah, a lot of New Zealanders uh, have done the same. So there's a real passionate community. And you don't need to, you don't need to be an NFL fan per se to, to not be swept up in uh, uh, a Super Bowl. Just everything that goes with it, the build-up, the long build-up, media day, and then to the day itself, the Super Bowl halftime show, it's quite extraordinary. And it's just going... Just, I know the ratings and the playoffs have been extraordinary, haven't they, um, in the United States? Um, and we would expect um, a huge audience, again, because, man, you've just got a wonderful lineup. It's sort of Is it the dream sort of matchup between the Eagles and Kansas City? Yeah, it is. I think so. I think for even the people who aren't from Philadelphia or Kansas City, just a general football fan or even a sporting fan, uh, you know, in general from around the world, I think you're going to see an exciting game. You're going to see a game with some scoring. You're going to see some game with some big defensive plays, um, probably even some big hits. But you're going to see some and, and some star power with some of these these athletes that are, are very well known, like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and um, you know, an up and coming names from the Eagles like Jalen Hurts. Um, so I think it's going to be an exciting game for fans who don't have a dog in the fight, like an Eagles fan or a Chiefs fan. Um, but these are two really good teams, really well coached. Uh, and I think then you add into it, like you said, the spectacle of the halftime show with Rihanna and all the things that go into making this not just a game, but really an event. It does end up being like a national holiday here that 
in, in the United States, and it's good that it's getting the, uh, the attention from around the world. I've seen Australian reporters here. I've seen, you know, France, Mexico. It really is a worldwide event. Uh, and it's great to see that kind of attention thrown on our country in that way. And I think you guys will all be in for a good game. It should be a really good one, in my opinion. And I think ultimately uh, uh, it should be a lot of fun to watch. Scott, as you mentioned, the Eagles, you know, you don't have to go back all that far to see um, a successful Eagles side at this time of the year back in 2018. But uh, there was no sort of continuity of winning. So it's been a fluctuating path back. How have they built back in reasonably quick time over the last couple of years to getting back into this position? It's really been something we've been talking about all week that's been impressive because this team, if you looked at the players on this team and compared it to the players on the team just five years ago, virtually all of them are different. There's a handful that are the same that have been here, but even the head coach is different. The starting quarterback is different. So it's been really amazing that they've been able to get back here with that much change uh, and to have only done it in five years. The last time they were in the Super Bowl before, 20, you know, 17, and that one, when that team went, it, it had been 13 years. And you go back before that, it had been even longer. So this is not something Philadelphia fans are truly used to uh, experiencing like this in such a short window. And I think it, to that reason, I, I get the sense that they're not taking it for granted. Even though they won it five years ago, they're treating this as if they haven't been here <laughs> uh, before. Mm. And, and all the rowdiness, all the, all the craziness, all the stuff I was telling you about – they're acting like they haven't been here before, and I think that's great that they're not taking it for granted and being around the players earlier this week. They're embracing it just the same. Even the guys who were here five years ago, they're looking forward to another opportunity to play on that worldwide stage. Jalen Hurts, I want to talk about him, uh, the QB for uh, the Eagles, who really has blossomed from someone maybe early in his career that had some question marks, maybe some rather large question marks, according to some sort of hanging over him to a player who today poses some rather large problems for opposing defences. You know, how's he evolved to get into this level where he's received an MVP vote? Frankly, what he did this year was just unbelievable. Um, I went into, like you said, you said it well, I went into this year saying that he was the biggest question mark that this team had. And, you know, whether or not he was able to do just, you know, show improvement from last year, was going to determine whether this team could even just win a playoff game. Uh, and what he's done has become, like you said, he got an MVP vote. Frankly, he should have gotten more than that, in my opinion. And I think he was robbed of, of an MVP award just because he got hurt and missed a couple games. Not to take anything away from Patrick Mahomes because the guy's an amazing talent himself. Um, but, you know, it's an extra thing that this team can rally around. They're going to have an extra chip on their shoulder for their guy, Jalen, who didn't get the award. Um, but his leadership skills, the way that you, you, know, you guys have heard him talk before or even this week, yeah. he doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. He's a great leader. And I think that helps the rest of the team really rally around him. And that's been a big key for this team's success. Not only what he's done on the field, but what he's done off of it. He's always driven. He's watching film all the time to get better. Um, the Eagles found a great one in him. And, um, there's no reason or no way to believe that they'd be here if he didn't have the kind of leaps and bounds growth that he had had um, from last year to this year. So, yeah, he was a big question mark, and now he's, now he's one of their biggest strengths. Scott Grayson is with us as we taught the Super Bowl. Uh, Scott, uh, you say there's going to be a lot of points in this, and I tend to agree with you, but it's not to say as if these defenses aren't good. That, that Eagles defense is pretty nasty, isn't it? 
you know, the way they get after a quarterback, the, the amount of sacks they've racked up both in the postseason and also just the regular season. Uh, you don't get to the stage with dummy defences. Um, but what, of the two sides, what uh, are the Eagles probably the more feared defensive group? Yeah, the Eagles are, I think they definitely have the better defense. They have the deeper defense. You know, they can, they, they are able to sub in guys who are, might be able to start on other teams, especially on their defensive line. Uh, and it's been the way that they've been able to get their sacks this season, as you were talking about. They're able to get pressure in so many different ways. And they don't really blitz and bring extra guys. These guys up front are just so good at winning their battles one-on-one that they get to the quarterback fast. And faster than I think the other team is expecting um, because they, they, they've had a reputation of building up their sacks. They've gotten these sacks. And even late in the season, these quarterbacks are still holding the ball and getting hit like the NFC Championship game when Brock Purdy got hurt. Um, you know, they got on him in a hurry. And uh, he was going to throw the ball, and his arm got hurt. Now he needs surgery. So I, I think the Eagles definitely have the better defense, and uh, I also think that they have the better offensive line. So I expect that's a battle they're going to win against the Chiefs' defensive line to help them uh, ultimately win this game. But uh, the defense for the Eagles, I think if the Eagles win this game, as much as the offense gets a lot of attention with Jalen Hurts and company, I really do believe that this defense could be the reason why the Eagles end up winning the Super Bowl. Well, you talk about the strength of the Eagles' offensive line. Uh, the lack of strength in the Chiefs' offensive line cost them dearly uh, in their last Super Bowl, and they've gone to great lengths to sort of augment that after the loss to the Bucks. Um, so have they got a line capable of providing the protection for Mahomes against, you know, arguably the best rush in the, in the comp? And, and is, that, is that the key matchup? Well, is probably my follow-up question to that. I think it's a great it's a great question. Uh, I, I think it is a key matchup to watch because if they can't protect Mahomes, he is remember he's coming off this high ankle sprain, this injury that he's had to yes. deal with. Now I thought he moved around pretty well two weeks ago, um, better than I expected. But if that rush is getting on him and he doesn't have the ability to really get away like he he is when he's healthy that's really going to be a problem for the Chiefs. So I expect that they are going to do a lot of things to get the ball out of his hands quickly. They're not going to look to push the ball downfield, you know, with deep passes. They'll do a lot of things underneath and do some short passes to running backs even just to get the ball out of his hands, get it out in space, and see if they can make the Eagles slow down that rush in that way. That's, to me, the the best way that the Chiefs can try to keep the Eagles from getting on him so quickly. Um, but, you know, the Eagles are certainly going to test that. I expect it, and I frankly think they'd be crazy if they didn't try to test uh, Mahomes' mobility early in the game to see exactly where he's at uh, by getting on him in a hurry. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that is probably the key matchup in the game because if they can't stop the Eagles' pass rush, it's going to be a long day for Mahomes. I mean, you can only do so much back there. Um, but he's such a great player that you never want to say he can't. He is still find a way. Uh, and and they're, they're very well coached. Andy Reid is such a good offensive mind. That's why I think he's got some things schemed up in this game uh, that we may mm. see to help offset that Eagles pass rush. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to be the key matchup. He's such a wonderful player. So smooth. Everything he does, uh, wonderful Patrick Mahomes. He really is. And, and for those who don't follow the sport inside and out, you, you, can, you can watch that game just for him. Um, both quarterbacks are fantastic for sure. Uh, Philadelphia start, um, you know, according to our bookies, is the slightest of favourites here. 
um, and, and I'm sure that's matched um, across a, a lot of the betting agencies in the United States. But if they do win it, is there going to be um, a lamppost safe in Philadelphia? Or how will the, how will the city respond? <laughs> Try and paint that picture. You know, they've done a good job of doing it peacefully, but they will have their, you know, there will be people climbing <laughs> the light poles and the traffic lights. And uh, this, the big, the, you know, two weeks ago, even they were climbing the, the bus stops and too many people <laughs> were on top and they fell through. You're going to see some good video from Philadelphia of people having a good time if they do end up winning this thing. And they will be on top of the traffic lights. They will shut down the streets um, and, and they'll be having fun. But I think that, that the one thing they do tend to get a bit of a bad rap for being in, uh, overly rowdy and, and, and but I, they're not going to cause problems. I don't expect them to cause it's not like it's violence it's uh it's just really like a party in the middle of the city boisterous fun that's what we'll go with scott and it's exactly. been an utter joy it's been lots of fun having you on the show thanks so much for dropping by mate we really do appreciate it uh, enjoy a massive weekend oh i appreciate it thanks for uh, for the opportunity it's fun to talk to you guys our pleasure. Uh, Scott Grayson joining us uh, there out of Fox Philadelphia and uh, ESPN Radio reporter from uh, that wonderful sporting city that, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a good place to be no matter what, right?